You're listening to Kiss My Aesthetic, your go-to podcast for bragworthy branding, marketing, and entrepreneurship advice. I'm your host, Michelle Winterstein of MKW Creative Co. Let's dive into the episode. Greetings and welcome back to the Kiss My Aesthetic podcast. This is an episode that you guys have asked me for for a while since my team went to New York back in April for our brand photo and video shoot. This was the biggest effort I've ever done on behalf of my company to really create a brand story around our new branding, around the mission, the vision, who we're trying to serve, how we're trying to serve them. And in this podcast episode, I'm going to basically break down for you how that all came together. And that is through a few different pieces and parts. So the first thing that I really want you to know is that when you're planning any kind of photo and video shoot, you want to make sure that you have your vision in mind. So for the purpose of this episode, we're really going to focus on the shoot that I did with my team, but this could obviously be adapted to brand photo shoot campaigns. Obviously, I've been helping Hotel Lobby Candle with a lot of their photo and video campaigns for almost three years now. We've also done it on behalf of other brands like Dental Hygiene Nation, to name a few. And this goal setting plan has really helped to deliver the type of photo and video content that we're looking for with the least amount of, I guess, like unanswered room for interpretation. So keeping it really clean, keeping it really clear and kind of following the blueprint I'm going to give you in this podcast episode will really help to ensure that that happens correctly. So let's dive into it. Again, using the example of MKW Creative Co. Team Retreat Photo and Video Shoot with Vibe House, the first foremost thing that you need to consider when you're planning a photo and video shoot is who you're going to work with. Sourcing photographers and videographers can be difficult, especially if you don't totally know what you're looking for. So you need to consider, is this a lifestyle shoot? Is this a commerce shoot? Is this a studio shoot? In our case, it was going to be lifestyle shoot. So we were having a retreat at Peach Grove House in Warwick, New York, and the benefit of doing our photo and video shoot during the retreat is we had a lot of different places we could capture content. And that was really ideal. So because we're a fully remote team, we all work from home, capturing all of us with our laptops and all of our gear and showing kind of more of a domestic setting made a lot of sense. So the reason I wanted to reach out to a really, really talented photo video team is to get me a huge, huge, huge library of content. If you've been following me on social, you've been following me on Instagram or on TikTok or seeing my stuff in my Facebook group, you'll know that I've been sharing a lot of clips from this trip. And that is definitely on purpose, right? I wanted to make sure that everything that we captured really gave me a library and a bank that I could keep coming back to that was kind of what we would call evergreen content. So our shoot was not campaign-based. It was not seasonal. It was not even hyper-specific to one project. It was just about what is MKW Creative Co., who are we, what do we do, and how do we create this vision so that someone who wants to work with us gets a really good sense of who we are and how we work. I found Vibe House through Instagram. So we are Vibe House is their handle. And what drew me to them right away was their videography. I saw what they did for Oxford Comic Co. I think that they absolutely crushed it, nailed it, knocked it out of the park. I was looking for really crisp visuals, interesting edits, and good coloration. I find that that's really difficult to find in a videography team. 
And the fact that I could book with them videography and photography and production all in one package totally sealed the deal. On top of that, I made sure that when I reached out to them, I had a very clear vision with a Pinterest board and a deck that explained what the purpose of this whole shoot was and why we were doing it. This helped hugely because I didn't have to lean on them necessarily to do the creative direction because that's what I love to do, of course. So having that creative direction locked, loaded, ready to go gave us such a springboard and such a head start on the actual photo video shoot day. So I'm going to break it down for you. What was in that deck that I sent to Vibe House that made it so that they knew exactly what we were going for? So it's about 11 pages long, if you can believe it. And it goes a little bit like this. So there's a cover page. The second page gets into the goals. I always think it's a good idea in your decks to kick off with what are your objectives? Why is someone reading this? What are they going to find in this document? So I broke out main goals for photo and main goals for video. So our photography goals were updated headshots and brand photos of myself, updated headshots and planned or planned candid photos of the team, showcasing myself with my team, working together collaboratively, and showcasing branding and social media projects that we do not only for Peach Grove House, but for our other clients. Then the video goals were create a sizzle reel that blends the styles of MKW Creative Go and Peach Grove House, interview segments that could be cut down for social and web. Those have really been popping off for us, which has been great. Creating a library of B-roll video to use for social and web, capturing our team energy, collaborating together and being creative and showcasing what our bragworthy vibe is, right? So this is really meant to be the video that attracts our dream clients to us. So these were the goals that we mapped out really clearly from the beginning, photography goals and video goals that were to be accomplished during the shoot. Really straightforward, really easy. You would change this depending on what you're shooting. So let's say, for example, you own a jewelry company or a skincare brand. You may be engaging a photographer to shoot e-commerce for our holiday gift boxes, for example. That's a different goal. You may be engaging a photographer to say, I need video that I'm going to run for ads. That's a different goal. Those weren't the ones that were on our checklist, but we are covering a lot of ground in this. And what I ended up contracting Vibe House for was an eight-hour shoot on location, multiple people with these goals in mind that was then going to turn into this whole backlog library of content that could be evergreen content for MKW Creative Co. We could post it all year round. The mission, the vision, the what was being communicated was all going to stay the same. Then as we are getting into the deck, I wanted to call out the key shots or locations where I knew I wanted photography. This is really important, especially if you're going to multiple locations In our case, we were just at one house the whole time, which made it so much easier, so much easier. So if you get this opportunity to do so, I would definitely recommend that. And the shots that I identified are the ones that I felt were most visually compelling and could help tell the story that we were looking for. So walking up the front steps, you know, walking in front of the front door, opening the front door in and out of the rooms, sitting in the kind of more communal areas, like at a kitchen table, on the back patio having a really great headshot area that was more simple or neutral to do the interview style clips. So I labeled all those out for the photo video team before we even started so that they knew what I was looking for as far as what I wanted to emphasize so that we weren't getting shots of things like bathrooms or kitchen necessarily. Because although the kitchen was cute, it didn't really serve the purpose that I needed it to for my content. 
So identifying where your key locations are going to be is really important. You can do this research through Instagram. You can use tools like Peerspace to book places. You can also use Airbnb, especially if you're having a retreat. I would definitely recommend bringing your team on a retreat and baking this into part of your retreat programming. Then for each scene, I broke out the theme of the content. So imagine an eight-hour day. It sounds like a lot. It's really not a lot of time. So you want to make sure you're planning everything down to almost like 10-minute increments to get the most impact out of everyone's skill set and everyone's energy. That's something that really comes into play with photo shoots. So the first theme or slide I have here that I really wanted us to showcase is in the house collaborating together. So this was going to be B-roll shots, headshots, maybe interview pieces. We ended up doing interviews in one of the other bedrooms. But the goal here was to showcase teamwork, to show planned headshots, to show collaboration and our process of working together. If you've seen these clips on my Instagram or my TikTok, it's where we kind of have this giant flat lay of all of our printouts of our projects and like snacks and water and phones and laptops. And we're kind of passing ideas or passing notes to each other. We have all of our stationery. We're writing sticky notes. We're circling things, underlining to show us actually working, right? I think a lot of times there are brands or service-based providers that get really caught up in the, I want to produce this really cool, really artsy high-end shoot. And although those are great, and believe me, I did plenty of these, they're great for posting on Instagram. They're not so great at actually selling people to work with you. So what I felt like I wanted to take advantage of with my team was the fact that we were all there in person. I wanted to capture what it looks like of all of us working together, even if that's not totally the reality. We all work remote. We all live in different places, different countries, but showcasing like all of our hands stacked together or being able to take a picture of someone taking a picture of something else or showcasing what it looks like someone clack, clack, clacking on the laptop, typing an email. Those were still really important shots because they are so versatile in marketing our own agency. So showcasing all of that, having the notebooks, the laptop, the phones, printing out the brand guides, making notes for your styling. So the only rules I told my team are wear what you're comfortable in and try to wear one of the brand colors. Lucky for us, my brand colors are basically the entire rainbow. So there was no missed opportunity there. And I wanted them to feel like they were dressing to themselves and that we weren't looking like a bunch of copy-paste robot drones all in the same outfit. So I really wanted to play that part up. That being said, if you're shooting for an e-commerce brand or a food and bev or something that maybe that's not really the case, you're not really interested in showcasing each individual person's creativity, you may want to put together some more specific styling notes of how you'd like people to dress, style their hair, accessorize, etc. But for this one, the idea was business casual creative. Then I linked in this guide because I ended up sending this to my team as well, actual images to clothing items that I thought would fit. So white button downs, denim, khaki, blazers, wear what you would feel comfortable attending a client meeting in. Then I put a note like artsy accessories, glasses, show off your personality, sneakers, shoe personality. But the vibe was overwhelmingly professional, collaborative, and creative for this first scene, which we're calling in-house collaboration. Then the second scene was kind of our indoor-outdoor scene, and I even put like weather permitting. The idea here was to showcase headshots and individual shots and really kind of give the idea of the grandeur of this house. We stayed at this most amazing property, and I really wanted to make sure that we were capturing the interior as well as the exterior 
Unfortunately for us, the weather wasn't as amazing that day as I had hoped, but we were still able to capture a good amount of shots from the exterior, especially with the signage. So because this is one of our projects and we designed the logo, I wanted to make sure we had pictures of my team in and around the signage that was actually in front of the property. So they had two signs. We got both of those clips. We got some really nice indoor-outdoor kind of walking downstairs and walking together and talking to each other. And this was less about like staging up a workday and more about showing kind of this like laid back, creative, but still colorful design sensibility. So the first one we have like, okay, let's show what it's like to work with us. The second scene we're saying like, showcase what we value, right? So creative, colorful, carefree, kind of more laid back, relaxed is definitely my personal style. Like you will never see me in like a full beat of makeup almost ever. If anything, I'm always dressed like I'm about to go walk my dog. So I wanted to get some of that realism in there and show us at our best, but show us in a way that we were all comfortable with one another because we really are. And that's how our team functions. That was the second scene. Same thing, linked them different options for like jumpsuits, rompers, overalls, matching sets, something that was breezy, flowy, casual, and relaxed. I think if our, if MKW Creative Co. is a season, it would definitely be summer. So I wanted to channel that kind of summer vibe, summer energy through our content. Moving on, I wanted to make sure that we were also capturing details and B-roll. So B-roll is essentially the behind the scenes or the extra little moments that maybe don't feel like a subject setup in a way that is telling a whole story, but when cut together, it can tell a bigger story, right? So Think of like glasses clinking together or writing a note on a notepad or someone walking through a hallway, through a doorway, opening a drawer. These little tiny moments were really, really useful for reels, for TikToks, for stories. So I wanted to make sure that our team was spending time in between the shots or in between the different scenes, capturing stuff from their point of view. So although we had the photo video team that we were paying to be there, our job as content creators was also to capture our own stuff. And so all of the team did that really well. We had plenty of sponsors for our team retreat. So capturing their content was also high priority. But this styling was to be like really natural, casual, intimate, close crop. This is that detail, that juicy 3X zoom on your iPhone that gives you that really nice, tiny stolen moment kind of vibe, right? As if it was like a photo that you could have found on a stock site, but it just happened to be something that we created. The themes here were showcasing like peaches for Peach Grove House, glassware, blue skies, romantic details, flatly with food. We got a bunch of grapes and baguettes and brie cheese and chocolates and honeys and things like that to kind of style up our scenes with. And I think they were ended up working really well in the actual shoot. Then the next scene that we have is pasta making. So by the end of this shoot, people usually get pretty tired. I'm going to say even before the pasta making part, we spend a good chunk of the afternoon of that day capturing everyone's interviews. So I did the bulk of the interviews, obviously, as a business owner. And there were some questions that I wanted to make sure I brought to the surface that I could use for future marketing purposes. So I was kind of stuck. I was stuck on like, how do I summarize all this stuff? How do I say things that aren't going to be out of touch by the time they go live, right? It's hard to predict where your business is going to be. But I wanted to speak really from the heart and speak about our vision and our ethos and the why. And I had a hard time kind of committing that to paper, even though I live it, right? I live it every day. 
but it was hard sometimes to pull the words together. So this is where we used our friend, ChatGPT. I just talked about this in the episode with Lauren Devane, but I used ChatGPT to help me generate the phrasing of what our clients actually look for when they come to work with us. So I took probably five or six testimonials from some of our favorite clients from some of our favorite projects, gave those to ChatGPT and said, hey, ChatGPT, help me write a 10-minute video script based on the answers in these testimonials plus any other information you might need to write a script. Ask me no less than 30 questions and ask me one question at a time. So then the chatbot basically comes back to you and it becomes your brainstorm tool. So it asked me questions like, who are you trying to target? How will you reach them? What platforms will this be posted on? What kind of projects are you looking for? What do they value? What do they want to get by the end of it? How do they want to feel? All these really great questions that help to inform my script. And then at the end, it gave me a timestamp script with questions and answers that I could then use for my interview. Lucky for me, because I have this podcast, the public speaking part comes quite easily. So I didn't struggle too much when it came to formulating my thoughts actually in the interview chair, which was nice. But I also prepared my team. And I think if you have an opportunity to get your team members in one room, absolutely, absolutely interview them any chance that you can. And there's a few reasons for that. One is you want their first person perspective in their own words. I think that that gets really overlooked. And I think with agency owners and businesses in general, there usually ends up only being one talking head. And that's not how companies function. There are so many more people and places and parts and things that make things run and make it run smoothly. And so I wanted to spend this effort really showcasing how each of our team members is a specialist at what they do, but that they have their own take on what makes what we do bragworthy, that they have their own opinions and their own culture and their own background that they're bringing to the table. And even if I say that until I'm blue in the face, you're not going to believe me until you hear it from them yourself. So each team member kind of had their chance in the hot seat. It was like less than 10 minutes. It was pretty painless. And I'm basically standing off camera asking them a series of questions. And the questions were pretty general, but we actually got to some really interesting talking points. The first is, who are you and what do you do? How do you describe your role to someone who has no idea what you do? What projects do you like the best? How do you describe our projects to people who don't know? What do you think we do that's different? And what does bragworthy mean to you, which is our mission and vision, right? Bragworthy brands. So having those questions in the back pocket to kind of jump off of was really nice. And I sent these all to the team members ahead of time. I said, you do not need to prepare anything. You don't need to write it out. It's just a conversation and answer the question as if I'm not in the room kind of vibe. And the answers were great. And being able to have those video clips and then deploy them across the socials has been really nice because our clients get to interact with our team. So I wanted to make sure that our team is getting real estate on our socials and not just me and really making it about us, about the collective, about the group, about our teamwork. And that was really, really important goal of the photo and video shoot that I think came to fruition quite nicely. By the end of the interviews, when everyone's done talking and done smiling and done posing, I wanted to make sure that we did something that was fun. I struggled with what this idea could be for a while and then ended up calling my sister saying, what should I do as like the differentiation factor, like the fun factor at the end of this photo shoot that I could really get people engaged in? And that could be a fun analogy for what it is that we do as a team. 
And she's like, why don't you just like teach them to make pasta or something? Like you're always making pasta and you're always cooking. Like, why don't you just cook with them? I said, that is brilliant. So we have this whole mood board of this carefree chaos, casual, messy group table. Also, because our logo is inspired by farfalle-shaped pasta, the bow tie pasta, if you look at the MKW Creative Co. logo. So I wanted us to make pasta. So we made two types of pasta noodles. We made like a tagatelle, and then we made the farfalle. And I brought lots of props for that. So aprons, rolling pins, all the ingredients. This was a great place to use the plates and the glassware and the pans and kind of have it be this fun, but crafty, but involved. Everyone was kind of having their own go at it. The funniest thing was seeing how everyone's pasta shapes were turning out differently. And someone like Cody, who's the business manager, all of her noodles were exactly the same size and like set out in perfect rows. And then the other ones of us who were more kind of carefree and less rigid, were just kind of having our way at it. It was a really fun experience. And to capture that on video, I think was such a great extension of showcasing our brand in a fun way. So if you're listening to this, you're an agency owner, you're trying to plan something similar for your team or you own a brand, what can you do that is different, that showcases collaboration, that showcases creativity, that showcases problem solving, but doesn't feel like the stifling, predictable, everybody's got it, here's all of us you know, working around a laptop together. Those shots are necessary. We definitely did those shots too. But I think ending with the pasta making, those clips from the pasta making are some of my favorite because it just shows the kind of family nature of the way that our team works together and captures it in a really different way. I think that the kind of California meets Italian aesthetic that I personally enjoy came through really well. And it was a great way to teach them a skill and show them as kind of the leader without being in a corny like camp counselor kind of way. I am really obsessed with how it turned out. And I think that the pasta making part of it, the fact that we could end in a meal together was a really natural evolution of this whole photo video shoot day. So in this deck, I included, as I explained, the three to four different scenes that we were going for. The styling, I what you can't see because this is a podcast, but I can show you on the YouTube video, is each of the pages has almost like a mood board collage on it as well that's calling out the specifics that I wanted to capture. So calling out specifically how I wanted the headshots to be styled, calling out specifically how I wanted the pasta making to go, calling out specifically where the signage was and how I wanted that captured. And being able to hand this off as a guide, it served both as a shot list and a reference guide for myself and my team and their team and the Vibe House team to really get a good grip of the shoot before we even showed up on set. So we had this all finished, I want to say like a month beforehand. And in the month leading up to the shoot, I wanted to make sure that I was getting all the shots that I knew I wanted, was sourcing all the props that I knew I wanted. So I went and got printed at Staples. I spent a pretty penny, got brand guides printed out from some of our recent projects, some of our favorite projects. We brought Hotel Lobby Candles with us. We had all of the sponsor content to shoot. Everyone was sending me their outfits saying, do we like this? Do we like that? Is this approved? Et cetera. And then by the time we got there, we had a really clear and well-thought-out, well-scheduled day where we could really make the most of it. I cannot say enough good things about working with Vibe House team. Natalie, Sarah, and Gigi were fabulous. 
not only do they turn everything around so fast and so quick, but they gave us so much content. Like I have enough content to last me, I think an entire calendar year, like until we have our next retreat. Like there's so much I can pull from. And I think that they were able to just give me the most, which was fabulous. And leveraging all of that content now in our socials has been great because it gives us a consistent look and feel. It is predictable. So you can know when you're coming across our content, you're going to get high quality work. We are playing around with like text effects and video effects and sound effects on top of the clips, which has been really fun. But having all that raw material, it's just unreal the amount of potential that it has to market our business and really showcase what we do. I love that the team also provided us with all of their behind the scenes iPhone clips because I have like really not even scratched the surface on using any of those yet, mostly because I haven't had to, but that's also been delicious. So cliff notes, end of the episode, you're planning a photo video shoot. This is what you should keep in mind. This is your checklist of making it run smoothly. One, understand your goals, visions, mission. What's the purpose of this content? Where will it live? What are you trying to do with it? Two, have the visual inspiration. Make sure you're getting a lot of visuals so that the team that you're working with can reference them, cross-reference them with your goals and make sure that they're aligned. I use Pinterest for this. I did a lot of research on TikTok. And then three, pulling all those ideas together into a comprehensive deck. I use Canva where you're showing these are the objectives. These are the scenes. These are the shots. This is the notes that I have. This is the styling that I want. And these are the shots I know we definitely have to hit was hugely helpful, hugely helpful because it gave me a sense of peace and trust that I could show up on the photo video shoot day. And I knew that my vision was going to be realized. I didn't have to worry about what the content was going to look like. I didn't have to freak out. Did we get the shot? Did we not get the shot? I could just coast, sit back, let them, let the talented team do what they do. And then really truly be there and be present and enjoy the shoot with my team. And it was lovely. Other things to consider, your props, what you're going to do with your content after, how you're going to store all your content. Those are probably topics for a whole nother conversation. And I'm going to do my best to try to get Natalie, Sarah, or Gigi on the podcast to talk to them about what we were able to accomplish. But I hope this episode served as a reference guide for you of sorts. If you're in my Facebook group and you want to see what this photo video deck looked like, please comment in the Facebook group and I'm happy to drop it in for you to take a look. These help. That's all I got to say. Having your thoughts organized into a deck that makes sense, that's methodical, that's logical and easy to follow is such a huge help. And I know that from the Vibe House side, they've reported that back to me as well, saying like being prepared and having it all be in one location and knowing what to expect helped them also show up creatively and bring their best ideas to the table because a lot of that was answered. So I hope this helps. If you loved the episode, don't forget to rate us and review us. If you learned anything, I would love if you could take a minute and share this podcast episode to your Instagram stories, onto your TikTok, somewhere, send it to your friend, something, because I think this is one that you might be coming back to and referencing again. If you take brand photos, tag me in them. I'd love to see them. And we'll catch you next time on the podcast. Bye. 
for joining us for the Kiss My Aesthetic podcast. Don't forget to follow along and leave us a review anywhere you listen to podcasts. We'll see you in the Kiss My Aesthetic Facebook group for years and years of behind the scenes content and over 5,000 connections with fellow creatives. For show notes from today's episode, please visit mkwcreative.co slash podcast. This episode was edited by Berta Wired and theme music comes from Eliza Vera and Nathan Menard. Catch you next time. Thank you.